Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing, episode 539. This is the weekly podcast about slow flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice, and I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This show is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free online directory to more than 880 florists, shops, and studios who design with local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers, and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. Thank you to our lead sponsor, returning for 2022, Farm Girl Flowers. Farm Girl Flowers delivers iconic burlap wrap bouquets and lush, abundant arrangements to customers across the U.S., supporting more than 20 U.S. flower farms by purchasing more than $9 million of U.S.-grown, fresh, and seasonal flowers and foliage annually. Discover more at farmgrowflowers.com. Our next thank you goes to flowerfarm.com, a leading wholesale flower distributor that sources from carefully selected flower farms to offer high-performing, fresh flowers sent directly from the farm straight to you. You can shop by flower or by country of origin at flowerfarm.com. Find flowers and foliage from places like California, Florida, Oregon, and Washington by using the origin selection tool in your search. Learn more at flowerfarm.com. We recorded today's show last week as the final video episode of 2021. So for podcast listeners, it's our first episode of 2022, and you are in for a real treat. I'm so happy to welcome Gina Lett Shrewsbury of Inspirations by Gina, a Slow Flowers member and floral designer based in Northern California, and her colleague, Valerie Chrysostomo, an Atlanta-based florist and founder of the new organization, Black Girl Florist. Here's a bit more about Gina. Inspirations by Gina is a floral and event design studio based in Sacramento and the San Francisco Bay Area. Gina has designed weddings and events all around Northern California, including at San Francisco City Hall, in Sacramento, Carmel, Lake Tahoe, Napa, and beyond. As a floral and event designer, she is committed to helping every client discover a unique style that encompasses their vision. Gina loves bringing celebration-worthy events to life. In addition to designing weddings and events, she also specializes in flower and plant deliveries and weekly and monthly floral subscriptions. Here's a bit more about Valerie. Valerie is the owner of One Soul Events and Flowers based in Atlanta. Before she was surrounded by beautiful bouquets, timeless table settings, and phenomenal floor plans, her journey began at Florida State University, where she studied hospitality and minored in business. There, Valerie became passionate about meeting and event planning, and she learned the ins and outs of catering and world travel. One Soul Events and Flowers is a floral wedding and event planning company that produces stunning events through sophisticated planning. Early in 2021, Valerie's vision for creating community and nurturing other Black female florists led to the creation of Black Girl Florists. Black Girl Florists supports and celebrates Black women in floristry. And in this nurturing community, members nurture their businesses and talents, 
all the while connecting with other Black Women Florists. It's a very special space to celebrate and support Black women-owned businesses in the floral industry. You can find all of Gina and Valerie's social links in today's show notes for episode 539 at slowflowerspodcast.com. That's our new website address. Let's jump right in and learn more from these two talented women. Welcome back to the Slow Flowers podcast and vodcast with Deborah Prinzing. And I'm so excited today to have two beautiful guests that we're seeing each other through Zoom. And uh, we're in for a really great show today. I want to introduce Gina Lett Shrewsbury of Inspirations by Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. Coming to us from her studio in Northern California. And uh, all the way across the country, I want to introduce Valerie Chrysostomo of Black Girl Florists. And Valerie, you're in Atlanta, right? I am, yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you both for joining me. We've had some fun conversations. Uh, Gina is a relatively like one-year-old Slow Flowers member, came to the Slow Flowers Summit. We really had a great time in um, in June when we could all pre-Delta variant gather. I hope that that continues. Um and Gina's in, told me about Black Girl Florist and introduced me to Valerie. And I just want to share you as a resource and hear from both of you and um, get people pumped about uh, some collaborations and opportunities. So we're going to kind of bounce back and forth. Gina, uh, we're going to start with you. And you, you're surprising me. I kind of threw it out there like, hey, if you have a demo, let's do it. And you're re- you're ready to roll. <laughs> well, I've been on TV a couple of times, so I'm... <laughs> You have, you have. Let's talk local about TV. That. Yes, local TV. I've seen that. Okay, so g- give us a snapshot of Inspirations by Gina, and I might pop up your website while we're talking a little bit before you start designing. So, okay. um, give us, you know, like how do you just? What's your elevator pitch? How do you describe uh, your studio? Well, Inspirations by Gina is a full service uh, floral and event design studio, and. Um, we're based in Northern California, and our specialty is intimate wedding, weddings, city hall weddings, and we also pride ourselves on eco-friendly repurposing events. And what I mean by eco-friendly is we try to shop California-grown, um, local-grown flowers and, and foliage, and then we like to repurpose the event as much as possible. Right. We so, hate to see flowers just, you know, tossed to the side and then, you know, move on to the next event. We like to extend the life and the beauty of the flowers. Wow. Wow. Well, this is just a little, a little bit of the, uh, I guess the highlights on your website of past, um, are these past weddings or I guess they're actually yes, services. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's a brand new website too. It's I was, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so what is the significance of the hummingbird on your logo? Well, the hummingbird, it it um, in Native American culture, it has to do with, um, as I was told, it has to do with honoring your ancestors and mm. your ancestors speaking to you. Mm. And how the hummingbird um, came to me was um, back in in twenty fourteen, um, my mother passed away. And it was a very traumatic experience. And three weeks later, her sister, my aunt, passed away. So the holidays weren't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't 
the greatest uh, holiday season back in 2014. And I remember I was looking out the, the kitchen window and I was doing dishes. Um, I had just found out my, my aunt had passed away and, um, and it was raining hard. And this is weird, but two hummingbirds were flying together. They were right in front of the window in, in the backyard. And I saw that and I knew that was a sign. Oh, oh yeah. I, I believe so, in stuff like that. That sounds yeah. beautiful. They were yeah. letting you know they were together and you, you could visualize that. Exactly. And they were huge flower people. They were very, I mean, growing up, just watching them both till in their gardens. It's just, it was a sign. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the inspiration for the hummingbird. I love it. I love it. I like the business name too. I mean, honestly, it's hard to find a good business name that hasn't been taken in the floral industry. (laughs) Well, sometimes I wonder why I even named named my company Inspirations by Cheetah, because I started off as a wedding planner and people used to ask me, what what is that? What, What does that mean? And so I had to constantly explain who I was. But now, now that I have moved over to floral design, mm-hmm. it, it fits perfectly. Yeah. Because you're, you're an artist and you're, you're talking about your inspiration and not exactly not trying to, I don't know, count napkins or silverware or something that, you right, know, exactly. and I'm not, I'm not like a, a mass producer of, of things. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, it's a great business model for mm-hmm. some people, but for me, I'm an artist. Mm. As Erica Badu says, I'm an art, I'm an artist and I'm serious about my stuff. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Let's get that on a t-shirt. That's cool. <laughs> uh, well, um, if you, Gina, do you want to just start uh, prepping your flowers and uh, we'll yeah. meet Valerie and um, yeah. Valerie, I'm so happy you joined us. Gina told me about your organization, Black Girl Florists, and I was just immediately so excited to hear that someone had, you know, taken the leap to start a collective and a gathering of uh, professionals in uh, mainly in, in floral design, right? It's, it's yeah. not, um, not wedding and event planners per se, right? Yes. Yes. Correct. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And I'm so glad that Gina was able to connect us. Um, Black Girl Florist is exactly what you said. It's a space for Black women in floral design to connect. We connect with one another to work with each other And also we provide resources to each other at whatever level we are in planning. So that's our main goal with the organization. Mm -hmm. And you started it in, is this like a COVID project or tell me a little bit about that? (laughs) Definitely a COVID project. (laughs) Um, And it really stemmed from me wanting to find community and work with florists who look like me. And it started with a list I wanted to find out, you know, how many black floors there were in the country as of right now, or when I started my research, there were about 400 registered black florists with regards to their businesses. Mm -hmm. And about 150 of the florists were men and about 250, which is now closer to three, 300 ish is about, um, is primarily black women in the Mm -hmm. industry. Mm -hmm. And it it has been amazing. I mean, we started this time last year. And launched in January of, of 2021, and it has grown tremendously. Oh it's my goodness! It's been amazing. 
I'm going to pop up your uh, website while we're talking. I have yeah, so many yeah. questions because I just, uh, I feel like we've probably walked the same path with trying to start an organization yes. that that is, um, you know, trying to get people to come into, you know, into the big tent and, you know, view that, I guess that collaboration over competition. Exactly. Or what is it? Cooperation over competition. That sort of idea that you might be competitors, but you can be peers too. Exactly. Community over collaboration. And that's one of our pillars. And it's, it's very important because we all know flowers are perishable, meaning that you got to work with them when you have them, take care of them because they're literally here today and gone tomorrow, much like us. So I encourage all of us to work together and connect with one another because that's essentially our legacy, right. um, being able to leave behind our skills and talents with the pe- the people that come behind us. And it, it can be a little challenging, but once you're open and you understand that we need each other more than we think, that's when the magic starts to happen. That's when you start to expand and grow, when you start to connect with other people in your industry. Well, I mean, the magic is look at all these wonderful um, businesses that you've brought together. And um, most people don't have the chance to really meet in person either because of COVID or just distances. Um, Boy, you've got a lot in California and there's inspirations by Gina right there. Gina, are you like one of the um, original members? Yes, I am. (laughs) How did you find- I jumped on board as soon as I heard about it. (laughs) How did you find out about Valerie? You know, I don't even remember. I I think I emailed you. I I, might've been Facebook. I, you know, I have no idea. Maybe- Maybe another member told me about it. Mm-hmm. All I know is that we connected and Valerie can't get rid of me. <laughs> hey, you all need a lot of genus in, in, in just sort of ha- getting that support because this is a, this is a big endeavor uh, of trying to wrangle all these individual creatives who, you know, <laughs> have their own oh. opinions and all, right? <laughs> oh, yes. But the, the, the primary reason is to provide resources to each other and to one another mm-hmm. and to make connections. And I feel like Gina truly encompasses that. Um, the knowledge that she shares and the resources she shares in the group is what we're about. Because for me, I consider myself a facilitator. Although I am the president of the organization, I am someone who is constantly connecting the floors to one another, depending on what they need and what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things are people looking for just like business advice or um, resources like how to find a particular type of vase or freelancers? Is it all of the above? All of the above, Mm -hmm. mainly freelance assistance. So connecting and working with other floors for their large events and information about pricing and mechanics and how to build and grow and sustain a business. So we don't necessarily provide formal floral classes. We will connect you with another florist who provides those floral classes. Mm. So our take and our perspective perspective is in growing and building businesses, Mm -hmm. helping you understand your books, helping you understand your niche, helping you understand your identity in this organization, all the while understanding your background as a black woman in this country. Wow. I love it. Are you, can we talk a little bit about your path, Valerie? Like what led you to, um, to this, life in flowers in your own life? Uh, Because obviously you have a background in floristry, right? 
Um, actually, I don't have a background in floristry, which is really interesting. Um, my background in I'm in, I'm basically an event planner by trade. So I've been planning with one sole events, my own business for about six years now. And one of my clients needed assistance with her flowers. So I helped her with her flowers for her wedding, her personal flowers. And then I started opening up different opportunities to pretty much collaborate and do florals for style shoots and work with magazines. And that's how I got started. And now I'm full event designer when it comes to flowers. No more planning for me. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, other planners might bring you in as the event designer. Is that how it goes? Yes. Yeah. You seem happy about that. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm very, very happy because for a long time, let's say maybe three to five years, I was balancing both mm-hmm. doing event planning and florals, but that didn't offer me the opportunity to be as creative as I wanted to with the full event design. Mm-hmm. So whereas before I may have designed a few different pieces, now I'm designing the whole vision I and see. helping that come to fruition. Yeah, that's got to be way more more creatively satisfying. Yes, it is. I'm so, I'm just so excited. This is the first year that I'm going to embark on that change. Wow. And so that's under your your own studio and what is continue to the name again? One Soul Events. Okay. And that's in Atlanta. Yes. And uh it's funny that you made that tra- transition cuz Gina kind of made the transition of wedding planning to only floristry. I mean, I guess we all just give ourselves permission to transition and find what, what feeds our soul. I mean, Gina, for you, flowers were, was it for you? You didn't really want to do like what, what Valerie's talking about, the full service design anymore. Oh, I did. I was a hybrid. I was a hybrid for, Mm -hmm. for a while and it was about two years. And then I just said, in 2019, I just said, you know what? I need to choose. And my friends were telling me, colleagues were telling me, Gina, stop this. Stop it. Yeah. Just step so, out on faith and do it. <laughs> good. I'm so glad I did. And then COVID yeah. came the following year. And I'm so glad I'm, I'm not a planner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Show us what you're designing. Well, I actually, I'm almost finished with the design. Oh, um, yay. Oh, my goodness. So perfect so, for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to like design this last week for the, for the house. And, um, I found this kale at Trader Joe's it's white kale. I've oh. never seen oh, it before. Wow. Oh, it's like and, that ornamental, uh, rosette that definitely yes. is like got a lot of purple in it or something. Right? Yeah. It's usually purple or lavender yeah. or green, um, or a light green. And I, I liked it. So I bought a couple of them and, and then the other greenery I got at the flower mart. And so I said, okay, let me at least put something festive <laughs> in terms of florals in the house, because I oh, had my last event um, right after Thanksgiving and I was just burnt out. I was yeah. just tired. Yeah. I didn't want to see any flowers. So I was like, you know what, let me have some inspiration here. And so here it is. Um, I might put in a couple roses but so, it's a container here. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. It's oh, like wow. a piece of uh, like bark or something, right? Yeah, you can get it. Um, you can get it from Floral Supply Syndicate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's got the, this stuff hurts. I call I say it bites. It's yes, uh, the, the holly, holly and then there's red berries. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, I don't know what this is. I don't know all my flowers. And then you have the, um, you know, the Christmas greenery and yeah. there's the lol. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very festive. And um, I think I might take a photo of it and post it on uh, social media. Yeah, I love that. And you know how it is when you put something up on social media and everyone's like, what's that red flower? And you don't, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know, inevitably someone else will pipe up and, and, and educate exactly. all of us. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But I have a, um, an app called plant, um, plant this, I think it's called plant this and you scan it. And then it, I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 I, I use that a lot. If I can't get a hold of my wholesalers, then I'll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about uh what's coming up in uh with Black Girl Florists. And because Gina, I know you're involved. Um, you're planning your first conference, right? Yes, yes, we are. And I am so excited. It is gonna be in March coming up in a few months. And it's interesting because once you engage with one another on social media, particularly Instagram, you feel like you know one another, but then when you see each other in person, it's like a whole different experience. Like, wait, I've never met this person in real life. So I'm expecting a lot of that done during the conference. And basically it's a hub of resources. You know, I'm encouraging the florist to come and get what you need. If you need assistance with selecting insurance, if you Mm. need assistance in managing your books, if you need assistance in a particular design style, come and ask those questions. Also come and build relationships. That's what this conference is for. So you can can connect with other floors and be able to start building those relationships citywide, locally, and nationally. That's interesting. So it's, it's different than a lot of, I would say a lot of floral events where it's all just floral design education. You're trying to um, serve and help the whole person and how they, you know, succeed as florists in their business. Exactly. Exactly. It's a take that's a little bit more holistic. Mm-hmm. Um, we value the talent of each florist along with their well-being, along with their business development. You know, we're, we're in this game for the long haul. And my encouragement to each florist is to truly understand who you are in this industry because things can change at any moment. Um, you can like for me personally, I started with being a retail florist and doing single arrangements. And now I'm shifting to event design. So I need the relationships that I'm building with the women more than I know because I'm not doing retail anymore. So I want to be able to call one of my colleagues and say, hey, hey, sis, do you have space for this client? Because I'm not doing retail and vice versa. I like that you've talked about sis because I subscribe to your newsletter and you use that um, very kind of friendly conversational tone with, with your members. And it's so charming. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I guess it's something that women do. A, a man wouldn't say, hey, sis, would, would he? Or is it just uh, kind of, I don't know, so the way you grew up with all the, all the women relatives calling each other sis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably <laughs> wouldn't, but I'm sure there's a comparable word out there. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe it's dude or something. Although I guess that's not allowed to be used anymore. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you have a thing on your website called Flower Club, and I was scrolling through it, and I just uh, I'll try to go back to it. Um, can you talk about what that is? Yes, of course. Flower Club is our attempt to connect on a monthly basis with one another. So you register to attend. And we come together, we design based on a specific topic. Um, It might be an installation, it might be a small arrangement. And we talk about a particular topic 
and we just spend time with one another. Oh my gosh. Yep. It's a space where you'll know that every first Saturday of the month, there's somewhere for you to go. Okay. So I see that this one says, will you be at our next flower club? It was Saturday, December 4th and it's long enough, an hour and a half. So people can actually maybe be working in their studio doing anything, but just bounce in and, and say hi to everybody and show what they're, they're designing kind of like Gina's doing right now. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a great opportunity because it's, you've got, you've got designers from all over the country. Um, there's a couple in Canada. And so we just kind of let our hair down. Yeah. It's like, it's like those old school, I'm dating myself, but it's those old school coffee clutches they used to have back in the day the housewives did um I love it because yeah we just and you know Valerie has an agenda and she you know presents the agenda and then we just kind of we kind of feed off of each other and we're just really we support each other we uplift each other and it's just um you know everybody leaves their attitudes at the door and you know, it's not, it's not a wine and cheese party as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. more of, Hey, you know, I've got a problem, you know, help me, help me solve it. That's awesome. That's really great. Um, so with the themes, are they, they generally have a design component, but then I, people get off on their own sort of tangents probably of questions they might have and want to throw out to the group. Um, like you were saying about business advice, that sort of thing. Yes, yes. So we typically have one question that we discuss, but the floors pretty much share what is on their heart, what they you know want to get some more insight on. It really is a special place of authenticity where we can truly come together and ask questions that we may ask ourselves um, when we're not in the company of one another. Like, yeah. you know, am, am I fair by charging this amount? You know, mm-hmm. can I actually work with this floors? Hey, what? or these flowers or what pairs well with this type of design or have you done a design like this? Or when you reserve a crane, you know, what type of insurance do you use? It really allows us to just come together and be open with each other. I love it. That's so, that's so empowering too, for, um, you know, just that sense that, you know, there's no bad question. There's no dumb question. Everybody wants to support each other. And um, that seems like that's back to your mission of supporting one another in this industry. I realized that I didn't click on the conference details while we were talking, uh, Valerie. So if there's anything else that we should highlight, um, I want to show the viewers that the Black Girl Florist Conference 2022, the hashtag is BGFCon2022. And um, anyone who loves flowers and supporting Black women in floral are invited to attend March 25th through 27th in 2022 at the Weston Peachtree Plaza. This is exciting. Yes. How, can, how can, other than getting the word out, how can we support you? What, what can Soul Flowers do to kind of come, come alongside Black florists, uh, help our members who are Black florists like Gina know about this and, yes. you know, just, just find another imp- really important resource for their professional development. Yes. So mainly is getting the word out. I think that has been the most advantageous thing for the organization is letting the florists know that there is a space for them. What doesn't matter questions they may have or what type of support that they need, just letting them know, hey, there's a place for you. And if you have questions, you can 
uninhibitedly come and ask. I love it. Look at these beautiful endorsements. Of course, we have one from Gina. I hope to get acquainted with other Black florists to share, collaborate, and help our own community. Also networking and lifting each other up. That's wonderful. Well, I, I hope it's the first of many of these conferences. We should we should try to do a collab sometime and um, get all the Black flower farmers involved uh, with the with the florist because I feel like there's this this is the sort of thing we Gina and I have talked about before. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get the florists to connect directly with the farmers? Yep. So I mean, obviously we need wholesalers. I'm not trying to discount that. But Gina, you've got a lot of relationships with farmers that you work with, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in California, it would be really nice to know if there are black flower farmers here. I I don't know of any. I know of black farmers, but not, you know, strictly flowers. So it'd be nice to, you know, lend my support. But not to take away from the the big wholesalers because they they treat <laughs> they treat me extra nice. So yeah, yeah, no, you I do. I completely agree. My wholesaler in case, in case they're watching this. No, I love you. I love you. No, <laughs> I wasn't trying to put you in that corner. Yeah. <laughs> what were yeah, you going to say, Valerie? My wholesaler is fantastic. Um, I, I really love working with them um, as a company. They're amazing. My independent, um, the person who sells me my flowers is great. Um, I just think that the more resources you have, the better off you are to managing your business. And I think that every company has their role depending on the project. And it would be great to connect with some local farmers to help us understand, you know, what type of product we'll actually need depending on the project whether it's a full size wedding or it's a couple of one-off arrangements, I feel like whether it's a wholesaler or a flower farmer, there's space for everyone. Well, I have a little gift for both of you. Uh, you know, I'm working on the book, uh, Black Flora with Terry, Teresa, Terry Spate, our author. And um, as it turns out, there are, uh, there is a wonderful black flower farmer in uh, Merced, in sort of like by Yosemite, her farm is called Yosemite Flower oh, Farm. Do you, how far is that from you, Gina? Uh, probably about two hours. Yeah. That's well, good to know. I'll introduce you. Her name is Natasha Graham. And Yay. yeah. And so, and she, I think she's maybe only in her second year of uh, growing, I mean, dahlias in like high, you know, in, oh, in interior yes. California yes. where, <laughs> where the weather is, is not that, you know, kind to dahlias. So she's in the book and then um, a, a florist, a, excuse me, a flower farmer in Atlanta uh, named Whitney J who owns, a, I think it's called Sunbird. Just, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sunbird Flowers is also a local flower farmer in Atlanta. I don't, I don't know if she sells direct to florists though, Valerie. So, okay. But I'd love to connect you. Sometimes the, the smaller yeah. farmers make their best revenue selling direct to consumers. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. We want to encourage them to, but they need to find, you know, they want to connect with professional florists. They just sometimes Lovely. don't, don't know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How to yeah. sell direct. And, and sometimes with, you know, the, the smaller, the smaller farms, they're growing, they're experimenting yeah. with different flower types. And so that's why I like to work with the smaller farms sometimes yeah. because they have things that, you know, the big guys or the, or the medium guys don't have. Uh, especially yeah. when it comes to dahlias, because yeah. you know, yes. they like get a cup, you know, they, 
they swap, the farmers swap seeds among each other. They'll get a big lot and then they'll like, oh, I'm just experimenting with this this year. Also, I mean, I yeah. found out about um, Cardinal Basil, which really? is beautiful, beautiful basil. And it has these purple blooms on it. Oh, wow. Just gorgeous. And it smells divine. But it was and, an experiment that a yeah. local farmer had had grown. I love it. So you 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 use it as a foliage, but also has a floral element and mm-hmm. also the fragrance. Yes. And I suppose it can always be chopped up and tossed in your stir fry at the end of Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> Put it in a salad or something or or make your um Capressi salad. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Well, let's talk about 2022. We've talked a little bit about the um first annual, I hope, Black Florist Con- Black Girl Florist Conference in Atlanta. Um that's you've got a lot on your plate, Valerie. Um, get through the conference and then we'll talk about what else we can do. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I'm really anticipating 2022 to be an amazing, strong year for our organization. We are going to expand in so many different ways, um, and mainly because we have to. You know, there the florists are, are really looking for this type of support. So it's going to be a pretty big year. Oh, that's great. I'm so excited for you. And I thank you for sharing your, just your beginnings with us. And uh, hopefully we'll do this again. Definitely. Gina, I know, is is cooking up um, some really cool venue collaborations. And Gina, how when is, what kind of downtime do you have before your next wedding? I'm sure you're meeting with clients <laughs> right now and writing proposals. Yeah, you know, the inquiries are coming in. So I'm vetting the inquiries, getting contracts out. Um, actually, my first wedding is in May at this point. But, you know, I get a lot of last minute stuff. So I'm I'm not really sweating it. Um, I'm still doing the flower deliveries. Um, I've got one coming up in a couple of days. And so that's why I was kind of experimenting with this because I think this is going to be the prototype for what I send out. It's a perfect, um, yeah. Well, but, and also yeah. the the city hall weddings, sometimes those are rather last minute, right? The, and they're yeah, not- they're really last okay. minute. Um, and I think everybody's still kind of like, Uh, City Hall is open, but they're not sure, you know, especially with the larger scale events. And and so there's kind of like a we'll wait and see. Yeah. But um, I know I've got a couple weddings there next year. So for me, I think 2020, uh, not 2020, 2022 is going to be a bumper crop year, Um, not in not just with events, but just my personal growth and the growth of the business. Um, I see a lot of opportunities coming my way. Um, I'm going to do a, a lot of traveling. <laughs> yes. I'm going to the Black Girl, uh, Black Girl Florist Conference. Yes. plan on a long time. <laughs> that sounds so, wonderful. As I tell everybody, hey, if I'm coming from the West Coast... You can get out to the, you can get out to see me. Everybody local on the East Coast can go to the conference. Atlanta's not that far. It's just a plane right away. I mean, every airline has a direct, every city has a direct flight to Atlanta. So there should be no excuse. You're strategically (laughs) placed, Valerie. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, not that 
I'm not plugging Slow Flower Summit, but I'm going to that too. You know, well, I <laughs> saw that you're coming and I'm so excited. That because I've that, never been to upper state New York and I'd like to see how they grow flowers in upper state New York because it's a completely different market. I've been to the New York flower market mm-hmm. and it's so much different than the one in San Francisco and the one in Los Angeles is different yeah. than San Francisco. So I just yeah. want to see, you know, what type of blooms they're u- using and, you know, being inspired. I'm so but, glad. Um, yeah. Next year is to build relationships. Um, I might do a style shoot. I haven't really committed to it yet, but um, yeah, just uh, the website is the new website is launched and, Congratulations. That's awesome. Very cool. I'm hitting the ground running. (laughs) I know, right? This is going to air at the end of December. So, you know, we're all kind of just as soon as the holidays are over, I feel like we turn that calendar page and we are like, okay, new year, new me. And I, I feel like that's what I'm drawing from both of you is this, this sort of, um, we're all ready to move forward. We're all sick of pandemic and quarantine. And every time we think we're ready to go, okay, smooth sailing, some other variant comes along. And it's just yeah. like even Gina talking about the city hall weddings. I'm sure that's what was the under the undercurrent yeah, of your it comment. Was closed for a long time, it was closed um, up until June. And so, you know, I think everybody's just trying to play catch up. And yeah. then the cost of flowers. I mean, that's, Ooh. oh, next yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that this is, a, the, I hate to use the word silver lining, but I feel like the cost of flowers is perhaps driving more florists to think about growing a little bit of their own mm. guard, you know, their own flowers, just to, not that there's not a labor cost in that, but it's sort of psychological, like, well, I can clip it from my own garden. So mm-hmm. maybe I can save my profit margin. I don't know, but it's going to be a tough year for everybody trying to source flowers and we are going to get creative like using kale and basil in our arrangements gina that's brilliant yes. <laughs> yeah creativity edible, edible uh, bouquets <laughs> absolutely uh well i wish you both a wonderful holiday uh coming right up and here's to 2022 and a uh, huge success with black girl florist valerie it's it's something that's, I mean, long and coming. And, you know, it always is hard to be the person who you're, you're like the risk taker and you're out there ahead of everyone, but someone had to do it. And so thank goodness yeah. it was you. Yeah. Someone definitely needed to do it. I'm, I'm very excited about where this organization is going to go. I'm excited about the legacy that it's going to leave and how it's going to continue to help black floors advance in this industry, even well after me. Um, I take great comfort being able to build relationships with florists who have inherited flower shops from their families or who have a long history of florists in their families and want to continue to expand beyond that um, in their generation. So we're here to support that. And just as excited as you are. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Very good. Well, we'll, um, we'll share all your resources and um, hopefully I will um, have pester both of you to share some photos that I can put in when we do our show notes for the podcast, uh, just so people can find and follow both of you and uh, subscribe to, I know Black Girl Flores has a newsletter. Gina, are you, do you have a newsletter yet? Or are you going to? No, I don't have a newsletter. I you got social media. Telling you know myself how to find I want it. to do one, but the <laughs> problem with me, I think nobody wants to hear what I have to say. <laughs> we do. We'll be yes, your first. We absolutely <laughs> want to know what's going on. 
<laughs> you have a lot coming up that you can. I, I know. I, yeah, I, uh, my you husband know what? Says sometimes I just need to. <laughs> yeah. And no, no uh, pressure because you're a one woman show and it's, you cannot do everything and you I have to prioritize. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought about doing a newsletter for at least five years before I finally thought, <laughs> okay, this, I've got to make it as habitual as brushing my teeth or otherwise I'll never do it. So I understand. But we're here to help you when you're ready to roll. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. And I just want to show the audience. Uh, oh, you added the roses. The final product. product. Oh, Gina, yeah. that is stunning. Yeah. Please, I mean, that's a statement piece for the holidays and pretty yes. much, pretty much with changing the water, or whatever, it's going to look great for seven days, I would say. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Yes. And it's good. using unusual elements like kale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, that'll last um, maybe on your entry table until New Year's at that for that matter. I hope so. Enjoy it. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you both so much. And we'll uh, we'll share all our all your all your social places uh, at DebraFrenzing.com. Excellent. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so much for joining us today. You'll be able to watch the replay video of today's show along with the downloadable podcast link for episode 539, which you can find at slowflowerspodcast.com. The Slow Flower Society is committed to equity, inclusion, and representation in the floral profession, and we celebrate and honor Valerie for the launch of Black Girl Florists and thank Gina, one of our members, for making the important connection between our two organizations. Please visit today's show notes for more details about the first Black Girl Florist Conference in Atlanta in March of 2022. Soulflower Society has just signed on to sponsor the amazing gathering of Black Girl Florists, and we're so excited for Valerie. Our next sponsor thank you goes to the Association of Specialty Cut Flower Growers. Formed in 1988, ASCFG was created to educate, unite, and support commercial cut flower growers. Its mission is to help growers produce high-quality floral material, and to foster and promote the local availability of that product. Learn more at ASCFG.org. And a calendar note. You're invited to join our January Slow Flowers Meetup on Friday, January 14th at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. It will be a very special session introducing the Slow Flowers Floral Insights and Industry Forecast for 2022, which I will present with my publishing partner, Robin Avni, the creative director of Bloom Imprint. Our members and listeners will be the first to preview the forecast for 2022 at this gathering. For the eighth year, Slow Flower Society heralds the new year with predictions of breakout themes, topics, and categories for the floral marketplace. Our 2022 report will be an important gauge for our members as well as for the greater floral marketplace and business media as they evaluate the prevailing cultural shifts, notable changes, and emerging ideas for floral design and flower farming. As we gaze toward 2022, a number of key topics of interest have caught our attention that we want to share with you. We're thrilled that Robin is joining Slow Flowers to develop and report the forecast for this coming year. 
Robin has successfully managed innovative, award-winning teams and high-profile projects, as well as receiving numerous national design awards. In 2004, following several successful years managing design teams for Microsoft, she founded Bricolage, an independent creative consultancy specializing in visual communications and content development, trend analysis, and creative strategy. Robin has worked with Fortune 500 companies, national advertising agencies, and award-winning media properties, applying timely lifestyle insights to their businesses. To join us, you must pre-register for the January 14th event, and you can find a link in today's show notes at theslowflowerspodcast.com for episode 539, and it's always in our Instagram profile at Society. Our next thank you goes to Red Twig Farms, based in Johnstown, Ohio. Red Twig Farms is a family-owned farm specializing in peonies, daffodils, tulips, and branches, a popular peony bouquet by mail program, and their Spread the Hope campaign, where customers purchase 10 tulip stems for essential workers and others in their community. Learn more at redtwigfarms.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. The Slow Flowers Podcast is a member-supported endeavor downloaded more than 800,000 times by listeners like you. Thank you for listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. As our movement gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of our domestic cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. If you're new to our weekly show and our long-running podcast, check out all of our resources at slowflowersociety.com and consider making a donation to sustain Slow Flowers' ongoing advocacy, education, and outreach activities. You can find the donate button in the column to the right at slowflowerspodcast.com, where you can also find today's show notes. I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of the Slow Flowers show and podcast. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more slow flowers on the table, one stem, one vase at a time. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. The Slow Flowers Podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. You can learn more about Andrew's work at soundbodymovement.com. 